Mary is one of my favourite characters. I, I just love who Mary is and what Mary did. She, she was an amazing young woman. She was full of courage and faith. So the title for this morning's message about Mary is Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. And some of you might remember Mission Impossible, so we've got a little reminder for those who are old enough, and for those who are not, well, this is how it all starts in Mission Impossible. Thank you. Good morning, Mr. Phelps. Before he died last year, Premier Kerkoska gave his daughter Anna a secret document containing the names of men within his government who privately favored friendly relations with the West. Word has reached us through diplomatic channels that Anna and her brother Alexei wish to defect. We know this is a plot devised by Alexei to acquire the document and at the same time capture American intelligence agents, thereby embarrassing the West. In spite of this trap, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to get the document and bring Anna Kurkowska to safety. As always, should you or any member of your IM force be caught or killed, the secretary will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Jim. can replace that self-destructing tape, can it? It's just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I want to say right from the beginning clearly that Mary was not Wonder Woman. She didn't have naturally any supernatural powers. She was a normal, ordinary person, just like you and just like me. But she was given the most extraordinary Mission. Now, it wasn't delivered on the tape that self-destructed, but by an angel. This angel, three months earlier, had actually introduced himself to a priest called Zachariah. And it's really interesting how he introduced himself. This is what he said. I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. Now, the good news for Zachariah was that although he and his wife were old and she was barren, they would have a son. Now, it was going to be a miracle baby, but it was going to be conceived in the normal way. So Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, brings a message now to Mary, and I want to read what the angel said, and it comes 
uh, in Luke. Uh, Dr. Luke was a follower of Jesus Christ. And so Dr. Luke wrote these words in the first century from chapter 1, verse 30. So the angel Gabriel says, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. She was said to be barren is in her sixth month for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. This mission impossible that comes to Mary was so impossible that it meant there were barriers that Mary had to break through. Uh, And the first barrier that she had to break through is it's unbelievable. Don't you think it's unbelievable? It is unbelievable that I should give birth to the Son of God. You know, she had to to overcome this barrier and there is only one way to overcome that barrier and it's the same for us. Just one way and that is faith. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says this. Without faith... It is impossible, not difficult, it's impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. There is a whole kingdom, there is a whole spiritual realm that exists And it can only be experienced in one way. There's only one doorway into that kingdom, and that doorway has faith written across it. Faith in Jesus Christ. That is the only way in. You know, God cannot be seen through the naked eye. He can't be seen through the telescope or the microscope But that in no way takes away from the fact that he exists. No way disproves his existence. You know, I cannot see the wind through the naked eye. I cannot see the wind through a microscope or a telescope. But this body of mine has experienced the wind. You know, there have been days when my hair has been blown. I used to have more than I do now. But but there have been days when, you know, my hair has been blown by the wind. There have been days when my face has been reddened by the cold wind. I have no doubt that the wind exists, and neither do any of you. 
I equally believe in the existence of God. I have no doubt that God exists. Why? Because I have experienced him. I have experienced his presence and I have experienced his power. And I could spend all day talking about that from one extreme, knowing supernatural peace in the middle of bereavement, of losing a child and a wife, when you should not have peace, to know God's peace. To the other extreme of supernatural provision of a cheque of £100,000 from a couple that I barely know who live hundreds of miles away, the context was we felt God say that we should buy uh, an old Methodist chapel in Poole between Redruth and Camborne, and we didn't have the money. And so we took a step of faith and said, yes, we will buy it. Started down the track of buying it with no money. (laughs) But we knew God was in it. I've never received a cheque for £100,000 gift aid before. Have you? (laughs) God provided more than enough to buy the chapel and to do some work on it as well. There is a supernatural realm that I have experienced by faith through relationship with God which is far more important than the natural. Far more important than the physical. It's more important because it lasts for eternity. You know, if this life is all there is, then eat, drink, be merry, do whatever you want, period. But if this is a tiny moment in eternity, then be ready for life after death. Be ready. Be ready. Be absolutely ready. You'd be an idiot not to be. See, all eternity becomes far more significant than the now. Because it is. Mary believed the angel's words when she said, his, when he said, his kingdom will never end. His kingdom will never end. Mary was investing her life for eternal gain. You know, the amazing thing about God is, you know, when he brings to us a mission impossible, he gives us a bit of time to process it. (laughs) He isn't a bully. God is not a bully. God has given this mission impossible, the plan for this miracle baby. But it's not just for Mary... It's for little Mary that we've dedicated today. God has a plan impossible, a mission impossible for Mary. And my prayer is that she would grasp it by faith. That's why I prayed as I did. But God has a mission impossible for each one of us. And my prayer is that we would take that hold of that by faith, that we wouldn't miss out. It is a great privilege to be given a God mission. Isn't it? It is exciting, it's dynamic, but it's also very scary. Because we can't naturally do it. It's impossible. 
So Mary begins to process the impossible aspect of the mission, and she says to the angel, how will this be since I am a virgin? You know, God is very happy to answer questions. You know, God didn't say, how dare you ask me a question? The angel didn't wrap over the knuckles and say, don't ask questions, just do it. No, she was able to ask the question and the answer was given. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. That's how it's going to happen. And just to give you a bit of faith, (laughs) Elizabeth, you know Elizabeth, who couldn't have children, she's now pregnant. And you can go and check it out. It's a little bit of encouragement for you there, Mary. But it's the Holy Spirit who will do it. Mary, you can't do it. It's impossible. But nothing is impossible with God and the Holy Spirit is the one who will do it. Mary, not only are you greatly privileged to be given the mission impossible, you are to experience the awesome power of the Holy Spirit as you accept this mission impossible. All Mary needed to do was to say, make it so. Make it so. Or just do it. And this is what she did. Her response was, may it be to me as you have said. Wow! God, bring it on! (laughs) I accept the mission impossible. Holy Spirit, come in your awesome supernatural power. You are welcome in my life. That's in effect what Mary was saying. Mission impossible becomes mission in the making and Mary is pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Mark Lowry wrote a great song called Mary Did You Know? It's probably my favourite Christmas song, actually. I, I, I love this song. And uh, we're going to listen to it in a second. But he lists things that Jesus did and, and who Jesus was. And, and, he, and he says, Mary, did you know? I believe she did know. I think as we listen to this, the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, Mary did know. She had the faith to believe who this child was and what he would go on to do. So let's just listen to a rendition of Mary, did you? Save our sons 
and daughters Did you know that your baby boy Has come to make you new This child that you delivered Will soon deliver you Fantastic rendition of Mary, did you know? Well, Mary, what a great privilege to give birth to the Son of God. Well, Mary, what a wonderful experience to know the awesome power of God, the Holy Spirit, in your life. And I pray that Little Mary would experience that awesome power of the Holy Spirit in her life. That she would be so full of the Holy Spirit that she would do amazing things for God. And I pray that for all of us, that we too would experience his awesome power. When I was a young man, we we used to sing a song, and some of the lyrics of this song went like this. I want to give my life for something that will last forever. I want to give my life for something that will last forever. 
Mary was willing to pay the price to invest her life for eternal gain. So what was the price that Mary had to pay? She was pregnant before marriage. In her culture, that was a big deal. It was shameful. Absolutely shameful. So would her parents dishonor? What would they say? What, what, what on earth are her parents going to say? What on earth are her friends going to say? And even more so, what on earth will my fiancé say? Now, God spoke to him in a dream, and we know his response. He said, yes, Lord, I believe I'm in this. I'm going to invest in the kingdom too, and I'm going to take the shame as well as Mary. We don't know whether she was disowned, whether she was judged, but she put herself in a position where that was highly likely. But she didn't let that hold her back. God is asking some of us to take a step of faith this morning to take hold of God's mission impossible for us. And the question is, will we accept the mission? Have we got the courage and faith that Mary had to step out? It might be that for you, this is actually the first step of faith ever. And this is the step of faith into the kingdom of God. And you've heard the lies of the media which present Christians as bigots, as wet, stupid people. We've all heard it. There's a cost to be paid. There's a risk. You know, what will my friends think? What will my family think? You don't want to be associated with that caricature that the media paints. And it might be that you are saying, I want to play it safe. I want to avoid the cost. Well, if we do that, then in reality, we are playing the most dangerous game that we could ever play. And really, it isn't playing it safe. You know, if we refuse the God of heaven while we're on earth, then one day we will stand before him and he will have no option but to say to us, I never knew you. There's no option but to say those words. Those are fearful words. And it doesn't just stop there. It's depart and go to be with all the others who've rejected me who are now in hell. You see, the cost is very high of that decision, isn't it? When you start looking at the cost down here compared with the cost in eternity, this is a pretty low price to pay. But it's still costly. There's still a price tag on it. And I'd be lying if I said to you, take God's mission impossible and it will be so easy, there will be no cost. That's a lie. There is a cost. What I am saying to you this morning is, 
the cost is well worth paying. The price tag is very, very cheap. Because the eternal rewards are incredible. They are out of this world. A place where there is no more tears, no more sorrow, no more suffering, no more disease, no more death, no more corruption of any description. But an environment of perfect love, joy, peace, justice. Now that's a good deal. How much is that worth? There's no price tag, is there? In closing, 60 years ago, Jim Elliott was a missionary to the Alka tribe in Ecuador. It cost him his life, but his wife continued and fulfilled the mission and the entire tribe came into the kingdom of God, or most of them. Before he accepted the mission and went in, he wrote some words, and these were his words. He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. The question is, will we, like Mary, have the courage and the faith to accept God's mission impossible and just step out in faith today? Let me pray.